Welcome back to the Bracketologist Podcast. I am your host, Ben Walnick, here at the Let It Fly Media Studios. I am here via the state of Oklahoma, which is ripe with the coronavirus. Josh Gammon. Josh, how's it going? It's going good. Um, avoiding the coronavirus so far, so knock on wood. <laughs> staying inside, staying close to your yeah. Jaws poster, feel much safer next to the shark than you would do yeah. outside. The shark is less scary, yeah. Um, so Josh is, uh, he is the co-host of a podcast called so many sequels where they break down movies that typically have sequels or a part of a, a larger group of movies. Um, awesome podcast. I'll post the link for that. Definitely follow along on that. And they have a, a deep list of episodes. Anything you want to say about that podcast before we jump into our bracket? Um, I mean, like you said, we cover movies with sequels, generally like any kind of film franchise and looking at your bracket, there's a lot of stuff here that we've already covered that I'm excited to get into. So yeah, I think this is, uh, this was the right, the right bracket for me to talk about. Nice. Um, and we are talking about movie trilogies. Uh, there was some difficulty in this because typically you think of a movie trilogy and in the title, there are only three movies. Um, we tried to um take movies that where there might have been a fourth or there might have been a fifth movie but you could kind of still see the first three as a trilogy and separate that out i'll give an example born the born trilogy jason Bourne movies uh there's the first three matt damon movies that is a perfect trilogy by itself then there was a long period of time before we had the jeremy renner rendition and then we had another matt damon rendition but you can really take those first three as a trilogy so that's one example there's some that are more borderline and we can discuss why that may be a strike against some of these movies as we get into it um again how this works josh is here to argue with me if we disagree on something try to make me think his way but ultimately as the bracketologist i will make the decision on what advances so let's jump into this you ready josh i'm ready okay i'm wearing a star wars shirt han solo shirt millennium falcon <laughs> our number one overall seed is the original star wars trilogy so that is starting with a new hope and ending with return of the jedi Verse our 32 seed Santa Claus. Right, um, right. <laughs> this is a tough matchup for me. No, okay, Josh, what do you got? <laughs> I mean, come on, this this might be the easiest one of the batch. Um, I I anticipate this this Star Wars trilogy could go pretty far. I and I don't Santa Claus, man, that first one is like a holiday favorite, but I don't those those other two, I don't think they can, I don't think they hold up the trilogy. Um, Tim Allen is in another one of these trilogies that probably will make a deeper run in this bracket. Um, Santa Claus movies are fine, but, uh, I know my wife's family loves all Christmas movies, including the Santa Claus movies. And, but she, she would even pick star Wars and she's a big star Wars fan too. Uh, it's got to be star to. Wars. We don't need to spend yeah. too much time on that one. Let's uh, go to our 16 seed versus our 17 seed. This is the new run of star Trek movies, uh, featuring Chris Pine against the 17 seed, before sunrise, before sunset, after sunset. I think that's the three movies. Um, this is one that you and I really haven't seen other than maybe seen some movie trailers, both big fans of Ethan Hawke. Um, I, I know that I need to see these movies and it probably would be ranked higher if I had because I've heard such great things about the acting and the storytelling and the script, but I haven't. So I don't know how I could advance it from this point. Yeah, it's tough because I feel like from what I know about before sunrise, it probably should be put ahead, but for the same reason, I can't really argue for it because I haven't seen it. But I do really like those Star Trek movies. 
yeah, they, you know, they, they, they were really good, honestly, especially yeah. the first two. Um, and like, I really liked the second one a lot. I mean, a great Benedict Cumberbatch performance, um, yeah. as what ended up being the villain. Spoiler alert. A lot of <gasps> spoiler alerts coming on. Um, <laughs> but like, I really like a lot of Richard Linklater's work. Um, who is the director of all those Before Sunrise movies. And again, yeah. love Ethan Hawke. I can't recommend it because I haven't seen it, but I feel like I should recommend it because I, I'm going to eventually watch it. Um, but we may get some flack for this, but I feel like Star Trek has to advance just because we've seen them and we liked it. Yes, got to agree. Eight Seed, that. the Oceans movies. So this is Oceans 11, 12, and 13. We are ignoring Oceans 8 because it was a different director and a different cast. Versus our 25 seed, The Men in Black. Um, what do you got? So we've covered both of these franchises on so many sequels. I enjoy both of them pretty pretty well. Um, if I have to if I have to take a stab at, at which series kind of has the highest bar of quality, I lean toward Oceans. Um, Men in Black has a lot of great things in its favor. Um, you get like, especially with the first Men in Black, superstar Will Smith. Like, hard to imagine him any bigger than then. Um, they're hilarious. The second and third one, though, I don't know that they hold up as much as the, as the second and third Oceans movies. Uh, plus, that amazing Oceans cast is just, you can't beat it. It's unmatchable. Um, yeah. So I would, my vote goes to Oceans. I think we're going to, we'll, we'll mention this a lot, and it's, it's a theme throughout trilogies, and it's always been a discussion discussion with trilogies. Can the sequels live up to the first one? Um, yeah. I feel like there may be a step down from Ocean's Eleven, although there are a lot of people that love Ocean's Twelve, and I really think Ocean's Thirteen is pretty good. I liked Al Pacino as the bad guy in that one. Yeah. Um, there is a significant drop off after the original Men in Black, and there will be yes. other trilogies on this list that will have that same conversation. Um, I think this, I look, I had these as a larger gap than most people would in eight versus 25. I think it has to be Oceans. And I honestly think Oceans could make a run because I, one thing that we'll talk about is what I want from a trilogy is rewatchable. I can yeah. jump in on any of those movies at any point in the middle of them and be locked in and love it. Yeah, agreed. Um, our podcast producer, Justin Kim, is in the house. Justin, you like the Oceans movies? Yeah, the Oceans movie was great. Um, Which is your favorite of the three? The first one, yeah. Oceans yeah. 11, by yeah. far. It was like, I think I watched it when I was in middle school, and it's like the first movie. He's young. You're <laughs> young. I'm old. <laughs> that you see like, all these A-lister <laughs> actors, and you're like, oh my God, this cast is incredible. Yeah. And then it's just like a spy movie, and so they're stealing from a casino. I was like, ooh, this is so cool. She's badass. Um, Oceans 11 came out um, right as I got my AARP card. So that just ages, <laughs> that shows my age a little bit. Um, what okay. year was that? Uh, 2003, maybe, I think, is about when it came out. Is that yeah, sound right? Or so. is it earlier? Yeah. might have been earlier. might have been 2000. I don't know. No, I think it was later, I feel like. 2003, I was in third grade. All right, look it up, podcast producer. You can jump in as That's we talk about our next we'll matchup. Do. Okay, number nine. We mentioned at the start of the podcast, the Bourne trilogy. So this is uh, the Bourne Identity, the Bourne Supremacy, and the Bourne <laughs> Ultimatum versus Shrek. Yeah. Um, right. Are there more than three Shrek movies? I honestly can't tell you because I feel like I've only seen the first Shrek movie at least more than once. There is a Shrek Forever After. Is that number four? I believe so. Shrek. Um, 
I, you know, you would say as the bracketologist, I should prepare more, but I, the reason I put this hey. down at 24 is that oh, I, wait, maybe it wasn't. No, there is, there is, there's Shrek, the th okay, two, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shrek, the third and Shrek forever after. And evidently a yeah. Shrek five is planned. Why not? Um, so one reason to count against this is that there's only three years between all of these movies and there's four of them. So a lot of these that are considered trilogies in my book, there's a big gap between number three and number four, um, like born trilogy. Um, yeah. I, there's going to be some kids movies that make a deep run to me. Shrek wouldn't be one of those because I loved the first movie, but I honestly can't remember seeing number two or number three. And if I did, they were pretty forgettable. What about you? Yeah, I feel like the uh, the very short turnaround time between three and four makes it a, a difficult case to really call it a trilogy anyway. And the if, it, if we were talking like the first Shrek movie versus the firstborn, that might be a tougher fight because yeah. that, that first Shrek is still somehow culturally relevant. Um, you know, Shrek gifts are everywhere. <laughs> um, but the memes are still I think alive. Yeah. The memes are very alive. <laughs> um, but the Born trilogy, I mean, I think that's I think that's the runaway with this one. You got Matt Damon at his best, um, running his own franchise. Along were they along? No, I'm trying to decide if they were around the same time as. He was doing some of those oceans movies too, the later ones. But I think they no, came all I, I, after, I think did so because Born came out, I believe, in two thousand. Born Identity, really? Okay. Yeah, it's it's older than you think because I saw the second movie in theaters in high school. So Born Identity was two thousand two, and Oceans Eleven was two thousand one. Was two thousand one. So yeah, they're gotcha. right in that same wheelhouse. How old were you then? Yeah, uh, that was like sophomore year of high school. Gotcha, sophomore Not, year of high school. Yeah. Okay. You were you were much you were like elementary school then. So like I was here's the first grader. Here's the one. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> one of the things is so the Bourne movies is a rare case where I feel like they might have gotten stronger as they've gone. Like the Bourne Ultimatum is a fantastic movie. It's always great yeah. when you get an origin story and Bourne Identity. Like you could say that's your favorite because of that um, and the unknown. But like the quality did not drop off between those three movies compared to a lot of sequels. Yeah, I agree. I agree, and it's hard to do that. You don't see that in a lot of franchises. I mean, just for a quick point of reference, since it's not even on here, but the, the Mission Impossible movies do the same thing. Yeah, um, that was impossible I, to include in the trilogy list just because there's so I know, many of I know. them in there. But they're yeah. just another no, great example you. of movies that can get better over time. 100%. Um, so yeah, Born, I believe it's Born. Yeah, if you could put Mission Impossible 4, 5, and 6 as a trilogy because there ah. was less time between them at the end, like that would be a top five seed probably. Very strong. Yeah, I think so too. Um, all right. Speaking of top five seed, we're now at our four seed Godfather trilogy versus 29 seed Scream. The reason we can include Scream is that there was 11 years between Scream 3 and Scream 4. Um, so the first three Scream movies and then Godfather. Look, hard to beat Godfather 1 and 2, but everyone knows that there's a huge drop off for Godfather 3. Um, yeah. But it's still probably enough to overpower Scream. It could be. I, you know, I don't like Godfather. Uh, okay. I'm not a big fan. Um, hot take. Fire. Very hot take. I know. I know. Um, but Scream, I like Scream. I like Scream quite a bit. I, I like what it did to the uh, to the, the whole slasher genre. In it kind of brought horror back. It really did because, the you know, before Scream, 
the most well-known slashers are your your Friday the Thirteenth and um, uh, was, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, which mm-hmm. at that point they're running into eight, nine, ten movies. But Scream yeah. really like brought it back and created a very iconic character. Um, and I believe that they're more. I I think they're more rewatchable. I don't know how often people rewatch Godfather. Um, hard for me to There's say since I, an I older... don't enjoy it, but. I feel like the old, an older generation, like the generation, you know, like in their 80s and 90s, because you know that's just a little older than me. Um, They they can watch any of the Godfather movies on repeat. Again, clear jump from Godfather 2 to Godfather 3. I feel like I I don't know if I can quite do such a big upset right here, just because of the accolades and and the actors and the acting in Godfather. Um, But I I do think that Godfather will make not as much of a run as what people think in this bracket. Um, I'm going to have Godfather over Scream in this instance. One, I'm just not a huge horror fan. And and two, there's just too many accolades. I mean, you're talking best picture, you're talking best actor, you're talking about Al Pacino and Robert De Niro in their prime, plus Robert Duvall. Like, it's, it's, it's really tough to beat the acting and the story of that. It's just, I think because Godfather 3 is such a drop-off, um, and there's more rewatchable movies, as you said, that it's going to go up against. It's it's not going to be long for this bracket, but we'll see. Um, yeah, so I, I think that's fair. I, I I take your opinion for Scream. I, I listen to it. I appreciate it, but um, I'm going to let it slide on this one. Uh, all right, this is a good matchup. 13 seed Die Hard versus 20 seed X Men, and this is the the first three X Men movie uh, featuring Hugh Jackman, which I guess carried over into the later X Men movies as well, but. Um, I don't know. This one's tough. I like I like all three of the Die Hard movies. I mean, obviously the first one is is iconic, and again, a lot of these sequels, the first one's the best. I think that's a that's a clear one right there. X Men, the first two movies definitely better than the third one. I thought the third one was pretty garbage. Um, yeah, that's why I had Di- um, Die Hard ranked above it. Is that I think Die Hard three, Die Hard with a Vengeance, is a Far and away better movie than the third X Men in this trilogy movie. Uh, in these trilogies, what do you think? For sure, um, it, this one's an easier matchup for me. I gotta go Die Hard right away. Um, X Men, I feel like is uh, not as it's not as strong over time. Um, it's not one that I want to revisit, especially when we have this wide selection of X Men movies now. Um, mm-hmm. Those are not ones that I think I want to go back and watch. Um, really, as a franchise. It's not one of the strongest for me. I do. The best part about X-Men is Hugh Jackman, I think. 100%. Um, and, and we get better X-Men movies from Hugh Jackman outside of this trilogy. The best X-Men uh, movie maybe created so far is Logan, in my opinion. Exactly. Um, so it did give us that. But Die Hard, mm, that's too... I think it's too good to, to let it die to X-Men in the first round. Yeah. Uh, I'll agree with that. Um, so we'll have Die Hard, our 13 seed advance there. Uh, all right, five seed, Toy Story, which, again, now maybe not a trilogy, but there was a lot of time between three and four. Yeah. Um, versus our 28 seed, Bad Boys, which also a ton of time between Bad Boys 2 and Bad Boys 3 that literally just came out right when COVID hit. Um, yeah. Uh, look, Bad Boys is fun. Love it. But come on, Toy Story. It's... Uh, there's a reason that all four Toy Story movies are like 97% to 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's because 
They appeal to kids. They appeal to adults. They make you cry. It's great storytelling. Yeah, I don't even think I don't even think we can try to pretend to debate this one. It's Toy Story. Yeah. Good job, Will Smith being in two that are eliminated in the first round. But that's <laughs> Aww, what Will. Sad, sad for Will. It's okay. His TikToks are good. Uh, His right. YouTube channel's popping. Yeah, YouTube channel popping. Uh, 12 seed Terminator versus 21 seed Pirates of the Caribbean. Again, lots of Pirates of the Caribbean movies, so this one's a little bit iffy. Um, there's like five or six at this point, um, but we're talking about the first three. And then Terminator, there was a pretty large gap between Terminator 2 and Terminator 3, and obviously a huge drop-off between Terminator 2 and Terminator 3. So this is kind of one of those... Which one do you want to pick? Because they're both going to lose to Toy Story in the next round. Um, exactly. exactly. Terminator 1 and 2 are so, so good. If we were talking about movies and just a sequel, like you're talking about a top 10 seed that could make a deep run. But we're talking trilogies. Um, but Pirates of the Caribbean, maybe not so much a trilogy. This is a tough one. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, it, these are two trilogies that I don't feel particularly strong about. Um I could take or leave both of them, and and we will very soon. But, <laughs> ooh, pirates, pirates may be more fun sometimes, but I think Terminator may be more of an interesting story. Um, I think I'd rather rewatch Terminator more often than Pirates. I mean, because you you also got you got Arnold. And Johnny Depp leading both of these with two of the best characters either actor ever ever played. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm yeah, it's Terminator. I mean, it's Terminator who will lose to Toy Story, but that's fine. Yep. The pinnacle of the Terminator franchise versus the pinnacle or apex, whatever you want to call it, of the Pirates franchise. The best of the best, Terminator and Terminator Two were better than any of the Pirates movies. Yeah, for sure. I agree with that. So uh, to me, that's what makes that a little bit of an easier answer. Um, yeah. All right, right side of the bracket. This will be a fast one. Two seed Lord of the Rings <laughs> first 31 seed The Hangover. Um, look, The Hangover was a great comedy. Hangover 2 and Hangover 3, why did they make them? Why did they make them? Sound effect from Justin of so bad. throwing up. Um, <laughs> yeah. I... If this were my personal, personal rankings, would not have Lord of the Rings as the two seed, and it would be lower down in the bracket. You're but right. It should be the one seed. So many people I talk to, including <laughs> my producer and everyone, is like, Lord of the, their immediately reaction on trilogies is Lord of the Rings is in the top three. So that's why it's there at the two seed. We'll have some deeper conversations about Lord of the Rings deeper in this bracket. Yeah. Josh, is there anything you want to say about Hangover now before we say goodbye to it? It's funnier than Lord of the Rings. Okay. Fair I enough. don't know that that helps it, but it is funnier. Yes, it doesn't. Um, okay. 15 <laughs> seed. So this will be a lesser known one for some people. 15 seed yeah. is the Dollars Trilogy versus 18 seed Rush Hour. Uh, Dollars Trilogy is just short for the Clint Eastwood Spaghetti Western Trilogy, which is loosely a trilogy. It's basically the same character, but like they weren't really planning on it being a trilogy. It's the man with no name. Um, so, like, the most famous yeah. movie is the third one, which is The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. Um, obviously, fantastic and iconic films, but it's going up against Rush Hour, which is a fun trilogy. Each movie pretty similar, but definitely fun. Um, so, vastly different. What do you got? Yeah, so I'm not uh, super 
super familiar with the Dollars trilogy. Um, I know of it. I've seen bits and pieces. And I think, I think that's this is one of those series that people, yeah, they're probably not super familiar with it as a trilogy. But if you broke it down and and told them, you know, it's the good, the bad, and the ugly, and and that they would be like, oh yeah, of course, I didn't know that was a trilogy. Um, so its status as a trilogy is tough, but oh, Rush Hour is like not. It's funny, but is it great? I don't know. I think it depends on the age you when you saw them. Yeah, because I, I saw it's them like, like when I was fifty. Um, no, like in my twenties for the most part. Maybe yeah. like first one came out in high school. Um, I feel like if you saw Rush Hour and it was like one of the first ones you were seeing when you were allowed to see PG thirteen movies, like it definitely hit home more for you and you thought it was hilarious because it was targeted towards fourteen and fifteen year olds or whatever. Yeah, um, it's fine. I I think. The Clint Eastwood Dollars Trilogy, those films are more iconic, more people know them, especially in the older generation. The score by uh, uh, the dude's name is like Inicio. I can't remember his last name, but it's like famous, famous, good in the bag and the ugly score. Um, the A trilogy that we're about to talk about like mimics this trilogy in one of its movies. Uh, I feel like... I'm going to get some flack from this from people in the office, but I feel like the Dollars Trilogy is more important to film. That's my gut reaction, too. Um, it feels wrong to pick it over Rush Hour. Yeah. Or no, the other way around. You get what I mean. Yeah. Um, okay. And so what I was just mentioning was our seven seed, Back to the Future. So Dollars Trilogy advances. Seven seed, Back to the Future versus 26 seed, Blade. Uh, Back to the Future, if you don't know, and again, spoiler alert, in the third movie, they're in the back in the old west, and there's a few different scenes that kind of play yeah. tribute to the Dollars trilogy, um, including a bulletproof vest. Uh, okay, so Blade. I know that I've seen Blade Trinity. I was probably like 14 or 15. Um, I don't think I've seen the first two Blade movies. Uh, it was fun. It was the first thing that I remember with, I believe Ryan Reynolds was in it and was really funny. Um, but... Back to the Future, the first movie's in my top five of all time. I think the sequels are better than what people make them out to be. And if it were personally up to me, it would be in my top five for trilogies. But I was trying to kind of also play some favorites which with what people think. Um, so potential deep run for me for Back to the Future, this is an easy matchup for me. Yeah, I'm with you on the on the potential deep run. I think if this were my personal rankings, Back to the Future would be higher than seven. Um, it's it's really close to perfect. I think that the second movie in particular is really incredible, the way that they exist. The movie like coexists in the future and in the first movie, which is wild. The third movie is not one of my favorites, but I, I do still think it's very good. When's and the last time you watched it? Um, Maybe a year ago, I think, a year or yeah. so. They just popped up on Netflix and I rewatched all three. And I was actually pleasantly surprised at how much I still enjoyed the third movie. It definitely has its flaws and definitely its slower moments and, you know, Doc yeah. and Claire, like whatever. But like, it's still, compared to a lot of trilogies on this list, it felt like that the third movie was still stronger than where a lot of these trilogies have gone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I just, I got nothing for Blade. I'm not. Yeah. I, you Sorry, Wesley. <laughs> Pay your taxes. <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> Ten. <laughs> <laughs> oh, da -da. Uh, 10 seed Jurassic Park 
So this is the first three Jurassic Park movies. Versus our 23 seed, the most recent Star Wars trilogy. So episodes seven through nine. Um, maybe controversial that I have this. I feel like a lot of people might have this trilogy higher on the list as far as Star Wars. I feel like a lot of people are like, why did you even rank it? Those movies were trash. Um, wildly different opinions. Uh, time will tell where this actually falls on the Star Wars rankings. What do you think? This is this may be the hardest one for me because I have a very strong love for that Star Wars trilogy. Wow. Okay. Um, I really I really like it. Um, Jurassic Park, though, that first movie is strong enough to hold the whole trilogy on its back. Ah, I. Ooh. This is tough. Okay, so if you go movie this to movie, yeah. Yeah. Does does Jurassic Park 2 in your mind beat any of the 7, 8 or 9 Star Wars? Mm, Lost World. No. Still directed by no. Spielberg. No. Maybe Rise of Skywalker. That's what I was going to say. That's close. Maybe. Yeah. But um, it doesn't beat the first two. Yeah, so like there's no single Star Wars movie in 7, 8 or 9 that beats the original Jurassic Park. Agreed. But then there's no other movie in that Jurassic Park trilogy that clearly beats any of the Star Wars movies. So if you're going that way, um, I feel like if you're if you're thinking legacy and you're thinking like CGI and special effects and how important Jurassic Park was to turning that, and the second movie was still good, just not great. It's yeah. just a huge drop off for the third movie, obviously, um, and not directed by Spielberg anymore. Um, I just. Yeah, th this is this is a lot closer than ten verse twenty three. Um, yeah, it is. <sighs> I think I'm gonna. I I think my gut is to let Jurassic Park through, because the the first movie is better than anything in the Star Wars trilogy, and I still enjoy the second movie. Still got Jeff Goldblum, nice little yes, Vince yes. cameo. It's still fun. Um, it's just not the first movie. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, you feel so defeated. I I feel like I'm picking between two things I love a lot, so I would yeah. feel defeated either way. But I think it's the recency bias is there. Jurassic Park has a longer legacy to stand on. It also created its own legacy, though. Whereas mm -hmm. these Star Wars movies are just kind of continuing um, something that was already made. So yeah. I think the right choice is Jurassic Park, even if my heart breaks a little bit. Yeah, no, and I get you there. Look, I, I've already done. Look, I've already done a podcast that was breaking down all the Star Wars IP. So, um, I get yeah, it. Yeah, and it's, you you did Spielberg too, right? We did. Where did Jurassic um, Park land on that one? That did it make lost to Jaws in the Elite Eight, maybe. That was that was like yeah. the championship match or close to it. Yeah. Um, okay. Spoiler alert, by the way, for that podcast. And if you haven't. You can subscribe to the Bracketologist and <laughs> listen to that podcast and follow us on Instagram, Bracketologist underscore. Okay, our three seed, uh, more movies from the Steven Spielberg podcast, Indiana Jones versus the 30 seed, Star Wars prequels in the Star Wars podcast. Um, look, we don't need to spend any time on this. Indiana Jones. I literally just finished watching. So I have a newborn. She's three and a half months. Yeah. 
and she wakes me up sometimes at five, six in the morning and yeah. I don't get help until eight thirty nine in the morning. So I'm like broken up watching movies in the morning, <laughs> every morning I'm rewatching some stuff. I'm watching some TV shows I haven't seen. Just rewatched Raiders of the Lost Ark and Last Crusade and God, those movies are fun. They're so good. They really Wait, are. you're putting yeah. Indiana Jones over the Star Wars? Pre- I'm totally kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Indiana Jones was by a landslide. No, like yeah. Indy, I prefer Indy to Han Solo even when we talk when you talk about Harrison Ford. He's just yeah, everything. Look, Indy is perfect. It's if almost. you're talking rewatchable, oh. these these are there's a reason I have it as a three seed. Um, I I think it's it's deserving of a deep run. Um, yep, so I we'll agree. get to that. It's going to have some tough matchups to get there. Let's get to our 14 seed, the Matrix trilogy versus our 19 seed, Alien. Um, again, I'm not into the big suspenseful horror movies as much, so I've dabbled with Alien, but I haven't seen all three movies all the way through. Um, the Matrix, my podcast producer, shockingly, has not seen any of the Matrix movies. Um, love the Matrix. Really enjoyed Matrix Reloaded. Thought that Matrix Revolutions took a big step back. Um, again, one of those trilogies where it was a downward sloping curve. Um, yeah. But the high of, of Matrix and the innovativeness in, I think it was like 1999, um, even though Alien is great and I thought it was it's good stuff, it's just not my genre as much as Matrix, uh, which is why I have it as a slight advantage here. Yeah, um, you took the words out of my mouth. I'm not big into Alien either, but I do love that first matrix film a whole lot um yes the other two don't quite live up to it but i love the first one enough that i'm very excited for the fourth one to come out someday yeah um yeah it's matrix for me too keanu keanu Keanu. man we'll soon we'll we'll be able to add a bill and ted's excellent adventure to the trilogy list uh we'll we'll see where that (laughs) ranks uh okay six seed the Christopher Nolan Batman <laughs> movies versus the 27 seed Austin Powers. Lead us off. What do we got? Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's easy, right? It's Batman. Um, you know, all three of those are pretty good, but The Dark Knight is among the best ever. Um, Batman Begins is a strong start. It really, like, set the stage and showed uh, showed all of us how a Batman movie can be not goofy. Mm-hmm. Um, it can be serious. Um, and we hadn't seen that a lot from superhero movies in general. And then with the dark Knight, just bringing it home and making it like a full on organized crime drama with that, um, insane Heath Ledger performance. Um, both of those movies are enough to, to help me forgive the dark Knight rises, which is not great. Um, but I also think it would have been hard to, it was going to be hard to follow the Dark Knight anyway. Yeah. I don't know that anything would have been fully satisfactory. Austin Powers is is more of a product of its time. Um, it it was able to really successfully parody um, spy movies. Um, James Bond in particular in the '90s was really goofy, so yeah. I think that helped it um, with the way that spy movies have shifted, um, particularly Bond with under Daniel Craig. Austin Powers just doesn't hold up anymore, I don't think. It does not age well. I will say this. um, Austin Powers, The Spy Who Shagged Me, is probably the movie that I saw the most in theaters in my life because I was 13 years old and Heather Graham. Um, 
but and there was nothing else to do in the summer in Texas other than go to the movie theater over and over again into the air conditioning. Um, but yeah, this this is easy. It's Batman. Um, so long, Austin Powers. It was you go hang Bye. out with your fem, fembots. Um, <laughs> enjoy. I'll uh, move you on, Austin Powers, if you pay me one million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 11 seed, the Spider-Man movies with, uh, Toby. Toby Maguire. Yeah. Toby Maguire. I was like, oh, if he might, I always get him mixed up with the guy from that 70s show, even though, cause he was in <laughs> Spider-Man three, um, yeah, yeah, 11 yeah. seed. So Spider-Man versus 22 seed mighty ducks. Um, this is tougher for me. I look, I think the Spider-Man movies were great. It was definitely what helped launch superhero movies back into, you know, existence. Um, I will say this. Uh, we didn't include any of the Marvel movies on here. That's just kind of its own universe. So I didn't want to like do the three Iron Man movies and the three Thor movies. I just felt like that yeah. kind of needs to be its separate thing. We've done a Marvel podcast. Um, Mighty Ducks is fun. It's great kids movie. It's all three are, are decent. Obviously, the first one's the best. Spider Man really weighed down by the third movie, which just wasn't good. It is. Um, I agree. What do you think? Spider Man two though. Also awesome. one of the best sequels uh, ever. I mean, you talk about improving upon the first. The first one made Spider-Man... <sighs> the first movie made Spider-Man into something that he'd never been able to be before. Um, mm -hmm. He never quite broke through TV shows and all that. But the I think it was the perfect timing of... Um, technology especially that made spider-man work on screen um spider-man 2 an excellent sequel spider-man 3 yeah hot trash mighty ducks has a lot of nostalgia wrapped in it it's yeah. been super long since i've seen them great so i don't name know that i can in, uh gordon bombay the coach yes. this is a great name yeah i mean who doesn't who doesn't want to hang out with coach bombay <laughs> But I, I agree. It's nostalgia, but like the actual movies themselves, I don't think really holds much of a candle to at least the first two Spider-Man movies. Yeah, agreed. All right, let's go to our Sweet 16. Real quick Woo! recap. We've got our one seed Star Wars versus our 16 seed, the new Star Trek movies. Eight seed Oceans movies versus our nine seed Born Trilogy. Four seed Godfather versus 13 seed Die Hard. Five seed Toy Story versus 12 seed Terminator. Two seed Lord of the Rings versus 15 seed The Dollars Trilogy with Clint Eastwood. Seven seed Back to the Future versus 10 seed Jurassic Park. Three seed Indiana Jones versus 14 seed The Matrix. And 16 seed The Nolan Batman movies versus 11 seed Spider-Man. Complete chalk in the first round. That is good seeding, my friends. Um, let's go to the Sweet 16 and let's jump right in. I don't think we need to spend too much time. I enjoyed the Star Trek movies, but the original Star Wars trilogy... Um, it's got to at least make it to the Elite Eight, right? Yep. I mean, it's appropriate that that somewhere on this bracket, Star Wars got to take on Star Trek. But with with this one, it's it's too easy. Star Wars, yep. for sure. Agreed. Um, look, the if you just look at look at them and you look at what's the best movie out of all six of those movies, it's Empire Strikes Back by a mile. Yep. Um, mm -hmm. So, and I would say that you could argue that all three of the Star Wars movies would beat all of the three Star Trek movies head to head, no matter which order you put them in. Yeah, I think so. Uh, Ocean's movies are eight seed versus our nine seed. The first three born movies, um, Matt Damon versus Matt Damon, Matt, Matt Damon. Damon. Um, 
This is a look. It's our eight verse nine seed. This is this is tough. This is close. Yeah. What what do you think, Josh? This is really tough. Um, gosh. Um. So I want my like my gut says oceans, and I'm trying to um, find a way to really defend that, and it's so hard um, without just repeating what we said in the first round. It's more um, fun, right? It's more fun. That's what it comes down to. I think Oceans is more fun. Born is fantastic and and I think equally rewatchable though. And still going um pretty strong. I think if I don't know. They're both rewatchable. If I could jump in yeah. on any of them, I I think if I jump in and I know the heist is about to happen in Ocean's 11 or even Ocean's 13 and like the main parts about to happen I probably stick around there whereas I mean born identities like non-stop act most of these are like non-stop action so you can jump in at any moment and you know what you're going to get there's just a little bit more diversity maybe and it's because you have more characters that are fun like I could hang out with um Casey Affleck and um, who plays his brother from Hawaii Five-0? Duh, how am I not going to remember his name? He's the son of a famous actor, too. That's going to bother me. Uh, Justin, what do you think on this while I look it up? Would the Oceans movie still be as good if if you didn't have that cast? Like, just story alone. Would the Oceans movie be, be as good? That's This is why I'm leaning toward the, toward the Bourne series. Because you could just replace Matt Damon with another good action star and it would be good? No, because Matt Damon carries the entire thing along with the story being phenomenal. Whereas Oceans, while being very entertaining, re- kind of requires, you know, George Clooney and Brad Pitt and everyone like, it's like has that like A-list wow factor and that's why you almost enjoy it. But the Bourne series like is so immersive and like it gets you hooked I, th- I think from the beginning, you're like, I have no clue what's going on, and it's a roller coaster. I think it's phenomenal. It's a good point. That I is mean, a good like, point. And I mean, it's Oceans, like charisma. Is a, Oceans is a remake. Um, it's true. Born so, is. So you based could off replace book, right? the cast, literally. Yeah, Born's based off a book. Um, that's, a, that's a good point. I think you might have convinced me. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think, yeah, I think my mind's been changed. Which do you want to rewatch more though? Like is Born like almost like the action's like so heavy that it's almost like too much? Like could you watch could you watch Born like every week? Whereas like I feel like I could jump in on any of the Oceans trips. It is a little daunting. I will say Born like and that's the nature of like that type of movie. Like mm-hmm. it, it gets you invested and then you know, tears you down in some places, and it's like, oh my god, this is epic, but like, kind of scary. What is going on? Type of movie. Yeah. Whereas Oceans, you know, it's just filled with jokes and and one liners and stuff like that. So <laughs> oh. it's it's definitely like two different sides of a coin. But I think in like when you think about the a movie's quality, like it just being funny and like yeah, it holds value. But yeah. for being like an awesome movie, I think. You got to go with Bourne. So honestly, we could spend five minutes on this one because I, I, think, <laughs> I think this so. is by far the most difficult matchup we have in this round. Um, I don't know. Josh, Probably. give me a last call. What do you think? Last call. I've been talked into it. Bourne. It's got to, it's Bourne now. Nice. Wow. I'm in a I mean, we were going to, I had written, we were going to, we were going to get Matt Damon either way. So we can, we can be happy with that. 
All right. Matt Damon carries us into the Elite Eight. The Bourne trilogy beats Oceans. That could be controversial. Um, I do think that was a very close matchup. <laughs> yes, I will agree. Don't get me um, wrong. I love the Oceans movies. Yeah. Uh, four seed Godfather versus 13 seed Die Hard. I think it's time for a true upset. Um, I think people will be upset with this, and I know like movie savants that are like, I watched all of the Oscars. Like My rabbi, Mark, who I had on for the Spielberg movies, probably slapped me for this. <laughs> Um, He's calling in right now. He, You're about uh, to, oh, yeah. let me hang up on him right there. Um, Die Hard's more fun. I'm sorry. Yeah. I want to rewatch those. The first movie I could literally watch, like I said, like once a week or several times a year at least. And Godfather is like, it's a slug fest, man. It is a slog. It is. I mean, I made my thoughts on Godfather clear last round. I was ready to give it to Scream. So, yeah, Die Hard for sure. All right, upset there, die hard. Uh, send your hate mail to so many sequels podcast. Um, <laughs> Bring it. <laughs> um, have you guys done the Godfather movies on on so many sequels? Not yet. It is on our list though. Mm, mm, mm. You'll Not be dropping some hate it, there. Um, Not looking forward to it. All right, five seed Toy Story versus twelve seed Terminator. Um, good run by Terminator, and by good run I mean you won one round. Um, yeah. But all three Toy Story movies. And if you wanted to include the fourth in this conversation, um, great. Terminator 3, pretty pretty terrible. Um, it, this is an easy choice for me. Same. Completely easy. All right. Let's fly over to the right side of the bracket. We've got Lord of the Rings, our two seed, versus our 15 seed, the Dollars Trilogy. Um, do you want to jump in and talk about Lord of the Rings now, or this is a pretty easy advance across the board and we can talk about it because I think it'll be a deeper conversation in the next round? I agree. Um, this one's an easy one. The next round's harder. So, yeah. Yep. I think we should go okay. until then. All right. Two seed, Lord of the Rings advances. Let's jump now to what is a difficult matchup. Um, I love both of these franchises. Seven seed, Back to the Future versus 10 seed, Jurassic Park. But for me, it is a clear runaway for one of my favorite movies of all time in Back to the Future. Back to the Future 2, I still feel like was very, very strong. And I enjoyed Back to the Future 3, whereas you could say the drop-off is a lot, lot faster with the Jurassic Park films. And you could put Jurassic Park and Back to the Future on an even playing field and maybe even say Jurassic Park, the original, is just a little bit better if you wanted to. Yeah. But I, I think it's a hard argument to say that Jurassic Park 2 and 3 were better than Back to the Future 2 and 3. I would agree. I mean... The, the personal bias aside, I think that it's just as Back to the Future is a stronger trilogy than, than Jurassic Park. The only, the only movie in Back to the Future you could argue is possibly weak is the third one, and it's really not that weak. It's still pretty good. Yeah. Um, obviously, with time travel movies, there's weird time travel stuff that you could argue against if you want to get oh, nitpicky. Sure. But the camera work, the cinematography, when they're like walking back and forth, having arguments with each other, but the camera stays in the same place. The special effects for the mid eighties and late eighties was pretty good and still kind of holds up. Um, the weird little time stuff that you get where like think names change and, and, and things like that. Um, and it's a completely original story. Jurassic yep. Park original, but based on a book. Um, yep. I look it's and Michael J. Fox. Come on. It's Michael J. Fantastic. Fox. And, and Christopher Lloyd, who looks the same yes. as he did then. Somehow. Which is, somehow he's been 65 years old for 40 years. <laughs> he hit 65 uh, and peaked. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, he just stayed seed. that way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love Christopher Lloyd. Uh, yeah. 
the page master. Uh, we can go deep on that if you want, if you've ever even seen that movie. But Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Macaulay Culkin and animation. Uh, three seed, Indiana Jones versus 14 seed, Matrix. Um, I don't think this is an argument. Um, I think the Matrix could have made the Elite Eight in a different matchup, but Indiana Jones is maybe in the final four. It may be. It's, it's so, so, so good. Yeah, I think at first glance you might go, oh, this could be an interesting matchup, but it doesn't take long to, to really figure out that it's not. Um, Indy is, is he's, Indy's done way more than the Matrix probably ever could. Yeah. Um, archaeology is just better than computer programming, in my opinion. Um, <laughs> Batman. Nolan Batman movies are 6 seed versus 11 seed. Spider-Man, uh, the superhero corner of the bracket. It's Batman. Batman. The the third Spider-Man movie was so much worse than Dark Knight Rises, even though it was yep. a drop-off. And the yep. if you're talking about best sequels of all time, Spider-Man 2 and Dark Knight are right up there, but Dark Knight is better. And maybe that's carried I would agree. more by the Heath Ledger performance more than the actual movie itself, but yeah. it's a fantastic movie. Yeah. Thoughts, Justin? I agree? got you for three minutes of pain. No, it's definitely Batman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so we're into our Elite Eight. We have our one seed, Star Wars, versus our nine seed, The Bourne Trilogy. Our 13 seed, Die Hard, versus our five seed, Toy Story. Two seed, Lord of the Rings, versus seven seed, Back to the Future. And three seed, Indiana Jones, versus Christopher Nolan's Batman, our six seed. So we have a minor upset with our nine seed in the Elite Eight and a bigger upset with Die Hard over Godfather. Otherwise, we are chalk. Let's get into it. Original Star I'm Wars starting to get Bourne. nervous. Yeah. Now, now we're really getting hate <laughs> mail from people here. Yeah, yeah. Star Wars versus Bourne uh, Trilogy, one versus nine. I don't know that I can. I mean, it, Star Wars. It's Star yeah. Wars. Yeah. It's, I mean, uh, I love I love Bourne. I love Matt Damon. I wish Matt Damon were in Star Wars. Yeah, I don't know if Star Wars wins. I have it as the one seed. I don't know if it's going to win the entire bracket. I know for some people, it's like, why would you ever even talk about that not winning? But for me personally, it might not win this bracket, but it's definitely got to win here. Yeah, I agree. It's Final Four deserving for sure. I uh, yes, yes. Okay, Die Hard versus Toy Story, thirteen seed versus five seed. I want your opinion first on this. Um, I mean, I feel, I feel a much stronger attachment to Toy Story than I do Die Hard. Um, that's, that's going to be my personal bias. However, I also think that objectively Toy Story is a better trilogy. Um, I think that the way that the characters evolve over time through Toy Story, I mean, these are, these are toys and they have full blown character arcs, um, in those movies, they they have their entire lives shook up. They stick together. They go through all this stuff, and you leave Toy Story three. If if you if you're not sobbing, um, I don't know that you watched it. Um, you aren't. And you human. just you have no heart. Exactly. And you just leave Toy Story three. And you probably back at voted for Terminator. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you're just gonna leave that feeling. Like, you know, those toys and like those toys bond is stronger than ever. Yeah. And that's, that's my passionate plea for Toy Story. I don't know so, for Die Hard. Okay. So Die Hard overall, I have more fun 
It's um, yeah. The first movie. It's the fun. first movie is just a blast from start to finish. But this is not ranking Die Hard versus other movies. It's the trilogy, and even though all three of those movies are good, um, the first one is great. And sorry to Katie, who I know you're listening to this. My wife, her favorite movie, and I think it's just because she saw it a lot more. Was the second Die Hard. I don't know why, but she had seen it a lot more. She's wrong. The first one's the best one. Um, yeah. But Toy Story is it. You laugh. You cry. It's nostalgia. It's everything. It holds up because the animation, like, literally, it could be probably watched 50 years from now and still hold up, whereas Die Hard, yeah. like, as effects change and everything. It's, uh, it's Toy Story by a mile in the end. It's just a yeah. better three first three movies than Die Hard. And both yeah. of these are, are not perfect trilogies because they both have more than three movies in the end. Mm-hmm. But it's Toy Story. All right, let's go to the top right of our bracket, which is our two seed, Lord of the Rings versus our seven seed, Back to the Future. Is this the moment when we get all of the hate mail? Maybe. No. I mean, this this could be this could be the most in-depth conversation of this particular round for sure. Um, you know, back when we talked about Godfather for the, in the first round, I think it's accolades really sent it forward. And this one, it's Lord of the Rings. that has all the accolades for sure. Um, Return of the King took, took home best picture. I think Peter Jackson took home best director. Um, back to the future. I don't, I don't know about its Oscar history, but obviously I don't, it wasn't, you know, any of the big ones. I don't think it won anything except for maybe some video editing or sound mixing or special effects yeah, or something. something like that. So in the accolades category, it's got to go to the Lord of the Rings. But in everything else, I, 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 I want to fight for Back to the Future. I think it's more rewatchable. Um, they're, they're both genre movies, but they're or franchises, but they're, they're both very different. You got Lord of the Rings in the fantasy realm and Back to the Future is like pure sci-fi. So it's hard to compare them in that respect. Back to the Future though, for me is more rewatchable. But I also know people who can watch the Lord of the Rings movies on repeat forever. I don't know how. I can't do that. Yep. Um, but I, I respect that, that there is a very large audience of people who will. Um, but back so to the future let, let me, is my favorite. I'm going to I'm going to cut you off because I don't need to talk much because I completely agree with you on basically everything that you said. This is going to be the rare instance where the guest and the host are going to have to argue their case against the producer who's over here like literally ready to pull his hair out that we're talking about eliminating Lord of the Rings. And I know there are a lot of people out there. Um I I can think of a few followers of this podcast, especially some close friends of mine that like diehards like we'll we'll watch not only all three of these on repeat but the director's cut that's like a total of like 12 hours between the three movies yeah um i enjoyed the movies i did yes i caught return of the king on cable maybe a few months ago and watched like the last like 45 minutes that i can say is the first time that i've rewatched any of the three movies i don't find them rewatchable at all they are too long when i said slog with godfather i can say that with lord of the rings i appreciate the accomplishments 
the accolades, the special effects, the in-depth storytelling, the amount of characters, the two towers battle. Uh, I lied. I've seen that more than once because I, I literally went to just watch that. Um, but to me, like you said, Back to the Future, completely original, not based on a book, and very, 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 very rewatchable. Um, talk us out of this, Justin. Yeah, when you think of movies that pioneered modern day world building, you think of two different things. You think of one, Star Wars, and you think of two, Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings, in my opinion, set the precedent for every for Pirates of the Caribbean, for Indiana Jones, for for like everything that came after it. Indiana Jones came oh, way before it. Well, yeah, I mean <laughs> But Lord of the Rings, I feel like, creates a new world so, so well that, like, you can't deny that that was when, like, fi like fictional stories became cool, I feel like. It became epic. You can't, like, even even Marvel. Marvel creates a new, a new cinematic universe, I think, based on the fact that you can create, like, series of of movies that again like star wars is definitely up there too but lord of the rings for me just pioneers that in a way that like you don't miss on any part you don't miss on cinematography you don't miss on storytelling you don't miss on characters there's no like weak portions of those movies are they long yeah i mean some people just don't want to sit through a movie that long but like they're so slow for large portions, though. That's where I'm, like, my biggest hiccup is, like, the action is great. The characters are great. If the movies were, like, literally an hour and 45 minutes to two hours long, it, it could be way up higher on my personal list. But I just, I feel like you have to get through so much sometimes to actually move the plot around. Like, we literally spend an entire movie with Sam and Frodo in Two Towers and I feel like there's barely any movement whatsoever with those two characters in that movie. And it's like, I feel like I'm literally just wasting my time. But that's personal yeah, for Josh and I, and we are the ones yeah. hosting this podcast. I, I, yeah. <laughs> like I, so um, out of all of the brackets that we've ever done, this might be the one that gets the most people angry. But I'm going to advance back to the future on this as the bracketologist. Nice! And, um Josh is happy, which is good. I'm glad I'm he's, he's he's my guest on this. Um, a lot of you are going to be angry. And again, this podcast brought to you by so many sequels. So send your hate mail <laughs> to that podcast. Um, I mean, if it if it helps anyone at all, um, mm -hmm. I, I think of a fun movie fact that I don't know that a lot of people realize is that um, both of those franchises feature Elijah Wood. That is wait, was Elijah a, Wood a, in a very young Elijah Wood is in Back to the Future Part Two. What uh, what character did he play? He you is know? he's nobody. He's a child in the um, in the soda shop playing an arcade game, and there's That's a very awesome. short interaction, and that is Elijah Wood. Oh, uh, when he says that, he, like he handhelds and he's like, "You have to use your hands for that gun." Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> great never, movie fact. Yeah. Nice drop, yeah, by Josh. I never, I never paid attention to that. Um, yeah, it's, you yeah, haven't it's seen fun. Back to the Future. No, but I've seen clips though. You're out. <laughs> Uh, I know what the movie is, okay. uh, but right, I've not, yes, by definition, I've not seen any of the three <laughs> full. All, it's all on Netflix. Through. You have no excuse. Go watch them. That's your homework. Um, okay. Three seed, Indiana Jones. Six seed, Christopher Nolan Batman movies. Um, <laughs> okay. So this is like, 
the modern, really fun, like hero trilogy versus the best of that genre with with yep. the Christopher Nolan Batman versus like one of the one of the if not the original. We're talking about like fun adventure action, not a superhero, yeah. but like everyone wanted to be Indiana Jones. Everyone wanted the hat. Everyone wanted the whip. And oh yeah, it's awesome. It is. Um, Pick for me. <laughs> <laughs> so this is one where I could I could be happy either way, honestly. Um, but I lean toward indie because indie in this. Um, in this particular matchup is the, is the Trailblazer trilogy. Um, Bat, Nolan's Batman really changed who Batman could be on film. But again, it's the, uh, what, like f- fifth movie in, in the Batman film franchise? Yeah, somewhere in there. So that's if you're not including like sixties and seventies Batman. Yeah. Exactly. All the yeah, older, yeah. older ones are. Yeah. If you want to start with, with Michael Keaton, I think it's the fifth one. So, Again, it's like original too, like Indiana Jones, like completely yeah. original thought. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, Indeed. so like Batman begins, I love origin stories and like, it doesn't get much mm-hmm. better than that. Mm-hmm. Um, like Indiana Jones is kind of weird because you kind of just jump in without an origin story, except for like the prequel scene in Last Crusade where it's young Indiana Jones, which then they made a whole series of young Indiana Jones. Um, right. Batman Begins, really, really underrated origin story. Love that movie. Dark Knight, like the pinnacle, like you could match up Dark Knight with any of the Indiana Jones movies and it's it's right there. Um, but like you said, Dark Knight Rises kind of takes a big step back. Whereas yeah. I feel like maybe you say Temple of Doom is a little bit of a dip, but that's my dip. All... I think there's a dip there. Yeah, Last Crusade. Like honestly, again, I just rewatched it. Like I, I know Raiders is the pinnacle for most people, but like Last Crusade and the comedy with him and Sean Connery, like it's yes. so much fun. Yes, Harrison um, Ford and Sean Connery are amazing together, and they yeah. really just bring it home. Whereas The Dark Knight Rises doesn't quite do that. Yeah. Let's go Indiana Jones. Um, yeah. So we're, we're going to have like, uh, what's crazy is that all everything that is in our final four is a completely original story that was not based on any previous material, which I feel like is pretty rare when you're talking about IP and trilogies. Um, so our one seed Star Wars versus our five seed Toy Story and our seven seed Back to the Future versus our three seed Indiana Jones. I'm really happy with the way this bracket turned out. It's definitely some personal preference in here and there's going to be some angry movie buffs, but that's okay because it's not their podcast. Uh, One seed Star Wars versus five seed Toy Story. Uh, I have no idea what to do on this one. No, this both of these matchups are going to be really hard um, because I think each of these movies has a, has an argument to win it all. <sighs> Star Wars did something that Toy Story did not, or at least has not yet, um, in creating a massive empire mm-hmm. based on three movies. Um, you could argue that Toy Story launched Pixar, though, which is you. Yes, that's a good point. You could argue that that Toy Story launched Pixar. Um, geez, uh, mm, they're both both series are highly rewatchable. 
So the, the, the biggest argument I could throw against Toy Story is that it's not a true trilogy anymore because they added the fourth movie, whereas Star Wars is an isolated trilogy as part of the large saga. But yeah. that's also that's a little bit of a cheap argument because there's nine movies for Star Wars and they just happen to be divided into threes. We could get to Toy Story 6 and then all of a sudden that argument's moot because we have one through three and four through six. Yeah, well, then then we do another episode then. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I This is... Um, average Rotten Tomato score, Toy Story. Um, For me, it's Toy Story. Like, yeah? I mean, Toy Story came out when I was growing up, and so like I grew up with those movies, whereas Indiana yeah. Jones came a little bit before my time. And I Star had... Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars. Oh, Star Wars, Star Wars. Yeah. But even then, yeah, the original series came out way before you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I only saw the original Star Wars series after I became older, whereas Toy Story, the original Toy Story movie is a staple of my childhood yeah. and will be a top five movie for me for the rest of my life. That's true. I, I, I have similar feelings about it. I mean, if I turn on Toy Story, there are large chunks of the movie I can just quote along with it. I can't mm -hmm. really do that for Star Wars. I don't watch it, rewatch it as frequently. Mm -hmm. um, it's uh, same boat. more gamut of emotions probably with Toy Story. I don't yes. know if there's as many, like, I guess there's not a ton of laughs in Star Wars. You get some from Han Solo, but it's not Star like a comedy by any means. I mean, here's, I don't, Toy Story, okay. Star Wars has one of the greatest movie twists of all time. That we talked is, about it extensively in, in that podcast. The Empire Strikes that is, Back. Awesome. And that twist is referenced and made a plot point in Toy Story 2. It's true. So even in this matchup, it seems like Toy Story is deferring to Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is like it's original storytelling, but there are so many elements of other genres and, and previous IP in Toy Story and and like references it's also really real both of these movies and trilogies do a great job of balancing like stuff for kids and stuff for adults yes. um i feel like <sighs> you 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 cry and get more emotional and also get a few more laughs in toy story whereas star wars is just a great ride it's just like good throughout and like fun but i'm not laughing Whereas I can watch a Toy Story movie and you can catch me in one moment and I'll be laughing or smiling and one moment I'll just flat out be crying. And I feel like in a movie going experience, it's it's not what you want always, but it's it's pretty awesome when you can get everything in one movie and you can watch it with your six-year-old and they can have a blast. That's so. true. I, I agree. I, I like to go to movies and feel all the emotions possible. A movie that can do that is a very good movie. Um, and there's a part of me that wants Toy Story to win because in this matchup, it's the underdog, I think. So let's go, let's go, Toy Story. What Ugh. is happening? It I just, feel like it I'm feels gonna get weird to say, like, I don't know. I feel like a laser's gonna come through here and blow up the studio, or a lightsaber's gonna chop my arm off oh, or something. Man. Um, yeah, that's gonna be, I'm also a big like score. Like music nerd, so well yeah. that's more Star Wars in my. That's opinion, what I'm though. saying. It's like, yeah. as movies, I like <sighs> Toy Story more, but Star Wars is iconic. You, I mean, it's. I'm like erasing Toy Story as we keep talking. Like I'll talk, <laughs> I'll talk myself back into Star Wars. Um, 
I mean, there's entire Star Wars conventions. Yeah, there's a Star People Wars theme park. People live Star Wars. Yes. There's a Star Wars theme park. There, uh, yeah. It's an entire fantasy world that was just out that of That came from I, these I, three I movies. Think, I do think it's a little there's at least a percentage of the population that is like not Star Wars isn't for me. Yes. And it's like it's like a little bit of like nerds sci-fi like it's out here whereas like toy story like everyone has seen and everyone liked and like if you meet anyone that's like eh, i just didn't like toy story you'd be like what but if you meet someone at a party yes, that officer, was like ah, this, this is not star right wars for me and it's like okay i get it i mean that you're wrong but like i get it <laughs> but like if someone said they hated toy story you'd just be like like i don't even want to be facebook friends with you anymore <laughs> <laughs> oh, um God. Okay, I'm not going to talk us out of it. Let's go Toy Story. Ooh. Wow. Wow. It's, it's, it's look. Stunning. Ooh. As, as it sometimes happens um, with these brackets, that could have been the championship matchup, and it just happened one round early. Um, and then, like, it's like, well, the next matchup's got to be easier, but it really doesn't feel like it is. Um, our seven seed Back to the Future versus our three seed Indiana Jones. Um, both of these <sighs> movies... Yeah. Um, Steven Spielberg involved. He yeah. was the executive producer for Back to the Future, and he directed the Indiana Jones movies. Ooh. These, okay, even though we just had this in-depth discussion on what could be the champion, these are probably my two favorite trilogies on the entire bracket. Personal opinion. So I can't choose between my children, and I need your help, Josh. You know, <laughs> I mean... Ah, uh, yeah, we're pretty similar. I think that they might they might be my two favorites as well. Um, oh God, um, <laughs> this hurts. This is the it really the, does one of the first ones that hurts. <sighs> I can't even. I don't even know where to start because every question I think of in my head. I still can't choose between the two of them. Um, okay, Harrison Ford's performance. Have... Harrison Ford's performance as Indiana Jones or Michael J. Fox as Marty McFly. Harrison Ford. You Harrison haven't seen Ford. Back to the Future. Shut your mouth. Harrison Ford. <laughs> I still, I still think Harrison Ford in that direct, in that direct matchup. Okay. Um, so then, like actual, like difficulty of the plot, like or like complexity, like best plot is it also indiana jones i mean i know the time travel aspect of back to the future especially back to the future 2 like you said where they're literally going to the future and then back to the first movie they were in and like playing against each other that's pretty incredible but then like completely original story that you're coming up with this archaeologist like doing these three crazy completely different missions in different parts of the world yeah. i'm leaning indiana jones Oh, okay. I, I think I I think on the story argument, I might lean Back to the Future, mostly because of Back to the Future Part Two. Um, I think being able to pull that off is is like really something incredible. Um, to to do time travel at all in a series and have it, yeah, you you're you're gonna be able to poke holes and nitpick here and there. But mm -hmm. if you just uh, if if you don't overthink it it generally makes sense. You can make sense of the time travel. Even there are other time travel movies where even if you don't think about it, it's still like, this doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Okay. But so tell me this. They handle it well. What is the best singular movie out of the six movies we're talking about? 
<laughs> For me, I think that comes down to Back to the Future Part Two and um, wow. The Last Crusade. That's and what's crazy is that like almost everybody would probably say Raiders versus the original Back to the Future, or at the very least, The Last Crusade versus the original Back to the Future. I don't know many people at all that think the second movie was actually better than the first movie. Really, I really like it. I think, I, and maybe it's because I just get really, I get really caught up in how cool I think it is that it that it takes place in the first movie. That's crazy yeah. to me, um, and I think that's a really fun aspect of it. Okay, so um, I mean, one last one last thing I'll throw out there um, okay. that could help us decide. Um, even though there was a giant, giant gap and it was a mistake, one of these trilogies only has three movies, and one of these trilogies did have a fourth and is having a fifth movie made. So if we are talking pure, pure trilogy, it's the only one in the final four that there's literally only three movies from the entire IP. Yeah. Back to the Future, by the way, was that Indiana Jones is the one that has more movies. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, if you if you throw in if you throw in Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, it definitely hurts the brand a bit. Um, back to the this Future. Po- those podcast. Would you say that it only gets to that point because the original trilogy was so good? That they're like, we just have to make yeah, you, more. Yeah, exactly. You don't get to make a fourth unless the, I guess, the first three. But the third, like, here's the thing is that Back to the Future, like, they didn't need to because Last Crusade ended perfectly. And, like, they didn't, like, I mean, yeah, he's, like, alive and, like, moving forward and he's not so old that, like, he could have other adventures. But, like, it was a perfect finish to it. Well, like, him saving his dad and then riding off into the sunset. Um... Back to the Future, also, like, complete story. I don't need to see any more. Marty has changed his life that they teased all the way back from the first movie that he was going to ruin his life. Um, he learned his lesson where he can react to people calling him chicken and he doesn't have to fight them. And it was a complete story. It was done. And what's crazy is that entire trilogy took place over two weeks, like, in his life. It was True. unreal. Um I just this podcast people are gonna be like I can't listen to this because they're just like uh, 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 the whole time because we just can't make a freaking decision on this um this is by far the longest final four we've had as part of the bracketologist yeah it's wow for me it's not difficult because I've only seen yeah you've only seen one (laughs) but let's uh give me your final decision just off the top (sighs) of your head pick one back to the future okay I'm fine with it it's so close and um I'm 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 honestly fine with it. I'm fine with it. I I'm Indiana Jones. Uh no. Uh okay. <laughs> back to the future. Okay, so back to the future versus Toy Story. Our seven seed versus our five seed is our trilogy final round. Um people are going to be upset with us that this is our championship, but it is. I know. Um, Even looking at it, I feel like is this right? <laughs> what did we do? <laughs> what happened um, here? It should have been Indiana Jones versus Star Wars, probably. Probably. Probably, if it isn't this more interesting. Yeah, this will this will get more headlines, right? We're gonna get an article <laughs> written about us in uh, the Hollywood okay. Reporter. All credibility um, gone. We've gone this far. Let's just do it. Back to the future. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's my favorite. Again, Back to the Future. It's my the, favorite the first too. One. Wait, that was your. You're just announcing the winner. That right? Yeah, it's Back to the <laughs> what? Future. What? 
Yeah. We, 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 we penalized both of them so you, much. You go through we this d- much dude, pain just, to get here, and we, then you just, oh, it's bad to... We literally just 20 spent, seconds ago, you almost flipped it. Well, I know, but like I'm saying, we spent 15 minutes talking about each of these four movies, and I don't need to harp on it anymore. If I took Back to the Future this far, why would I stop here against Toy Story? Like, oh, my goodness. It's it's my favorite. It's wild. This is it wild. sounds like it's kind of Josh's favorite. Um, I, yeah, I think it is. I mean, so when I look at the how this broke down, I'm like confused. But when I look at just the winner, <laughs> when I look at just the winner, I it's get it. It's about matchups. It's, it's about, about the matchups. Um, I think the the um, final four that we came up with is really, really, really good. People yes. will say they wanted Lord of the Rings over Back to the Future. Um, some could argue that the Christopher Nolan Batman deserved to be there. Um, I think Toy Story definitely deserved to come out of the bottom left, even though there might be some Godfather people out there. But again, Godfather 1 and 2, great. Godfather 3 sucked. Um, and then Star Wars definitely deserved to come out of the top left part of the bracket. So I'm very happy with our final four. Could have had a sub or two. Those matchups were so, so, so difficult that I really feel like on any given day after seeing any of these movies and having a different cup of coffee in the morning, I could have picked a different winner. Mm, um, yeah. Today, it just feels like Back to the Future. And that's with rewatching Indiana Jones, at least two out of the three, just in the last week. Um, I haven't really felt the need to go rewatch Toy Story. And I always feel like rewatching Back to the Future once every at least a year. Yeah. And that's just yeah. me. And maybe it's because I don't, I'd really rather not have that deep cry and have that full gamut of emotions all the mm-hmm. time. You have to be in the right mood for it. Um, I just have more fun with Back to the Future overall. Yeah, I think so. And, you know, Back to the Future may not elicit the the same strong emotions that Toy Story does, but I think it also does a pretty good job of of hitting you with a pretty good array of them. I mean, it's got laughs, it's got thrills, it's got romance, it's got... Um, Really, everything love. you could want. <laughs> the weird well, that love part too. The weird, the weird kid love. with a scientist. We don't like that part. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely um, a strange relationship to be the key relationship in the best movie yeah. trilogy of all time. <laughs> but you know, when we when we started, I think my guess was was Star Wars was going to go all the way, and I think I'm happy with this result. Yeah, I'm happy to be surprised. I can't wait for the responses to this one because most of them are going to be angry. I'm sure there's some closet Back to the Future fans out there that are going to be like, yes. And then there's going to be some people that are like, Lord of the Rings didn't even make your final four. I'm never listening to another podcast that you do. That's fine. Look, my movie opinions are going to be very different than my dips and ice cream flavor opinions. You may not agree with my movie opinions, but uh, (laughs) this is what they were. That's true. I mean, you may never do another trilogy episode but i've got to carry this through the rest of my show yeah that is true i will say this that um we just did twister movie scenes where like i like had the idea like oh maybe some fun movies let's kind of just like break down which scene was the best maybe independence day is one that we'll probably do here in the next week or two um i had the thought of indian jones and the last crusade would be a really fun one to do it would be yeah a lot of great scenes in that movie Maybe that should have been our champion. I don't know. On a different Dang day, it. a different result. Um, 
This was fun, Josh. I appreciate you coming yes. on. Again, uh, subscribe to Josh's podcast. He is the co-host, among with a few others, of the So Many Sequels podcast. You can find it on any podcast platform that you listen to. And, uh, yeah, we'll find another movie one eventually to do. There's a lot yes, of movie please. options. Would love to come back. Awesome. Well, I appreciate it, Josh. Appreciate it, as always, my producer, Justin Kim. Until next time. <laughs>